Hello and welcome to 251. Two pianists, five minutes, one subject. Today we're going to be talking about the uh, under-the-radar pianist, George Wallington. My name's Simon Whiteside. And my name's Nick Tomlin. So George Wallington was born Giacinto Filia in Palermo, Sicily in 1924, but moved uh, with his family to New York City in 1925, so he was still a baby. Um, his father sang opera and introduced George to classical music, but uh, apparently after hearing Lester Young, um, the young George became hooked on jazz and, um, and decided that's what he wanted to do. Um, now, he, he acquired the nickname Wallington in school. Uh, apparently his school friends used to call him that because he wore flashy clothes, and I'm not exactly sure why that is, um, what the relationship between Wallington and flashy clothes is. Um, but uh, anyway, that's how he became George Wallington. Um, and he left school age 15 uh, to play piano in New York. Um, and very quickly, um, he became very much in demand as a sideman um, and played with people such as Dizzy Gillespie, Sir Shaloff, Charlie Parker, Al Cohn, Jerry Mulligan, Red Rodney. Um, and he also recorded under his own name for Savoy and Blue Note. Um, he was really a bebop player. I mean, really in the school of Bud Powell. Um, but uh, I mean, really up there with people like Al Haig and you know the, the kind of the, the principal bebop players around that time, I would say. Um, and between uh, 1954 and 1960, he led he led bands that included kind of rising stars such as people like Donald Byrd, Jackie McLean, and, and Phil Woods. Um, probably my favourite album by him is a live album called Live at the Cafe Bohemia, uh, which was recorded in 1955 with Jackie McLean and, and Donald Byrd. Uh, as well as Art Taylor and Paul Chambers, and it's a it's a great album. It's really really good. Great arrangements, great tunes. Um, um, other he, he recorded a few trio albums. There was one from '56 with Teddy Kotick and Nick Stabulus, um, and on that they perform a trio version of probably his most famous composition, which was Godchild. Um, and the reason that composition is known is because it was recorded by Miles Davis on the the Birth of the Cool sessions. Has you come across uh, George Wallington, Simon? Yeah, I came across him slightly, slightly randomly because I, I you know, I'm very interested in um, album art and particularly mm. the drawn, the drawn versions of album art. And there's a really good, uh, I, I thought it was in the New Faces, New Sounds um, mm. series, but in fact, I think it's called a George Wallington Showcase, mm -hmm. uh, the album, but has a very uh, cool cover with a picture of him smoking a cigarette, but it's got a drawn aspect to it, which uh, is probably where I first came across him mm -hmm. looking, when I was in, in, uh, looking up album cover mm. artists. Uh, yeah, but he, I like his style. It's, a, it's quite a lightly swinging sort of style of playing, isn't it? It's not, yeah. He's not, he's not uh, would you, I mean, he's not really Horace Silverish, is he? He's more... Uh, no, it's not funky. I suppose for like that the period that period had a lot of the funky. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But definitely, I mean, I would, I would say Bud Powell's probably his yeah, his biggest influence. I would guess. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, in 1960, um, George basically just dropped out of the music business. Um, he moved to Florida to work in the family air conditioning business, <laughs> uh, and basically. I think it was just exhaustion exhaustion from touring. I think he he did a lot of touring and just probably got fed up with it and and basically quit, you know. Um I mean it happens to some some musicians just decide that, you know, they want they want out for a while. Um and that's what he did in 1960. Um 
And I mean, he made a couple of brief returns um, in the 1980s, recorded a couple of solo albums, which are actually really good, worth checking out. And The Pleasure of a Jazz Inspiration is one, and The Symphony of a Jazz Piano uh, was another. Um, and he died on February 15th, 1993. Um, but <clears throat> for me, he's, uh, you know, he's definitely up there with uh, the, the best bebop players from that late 40s, early 50s period. Um, and he's definitely somebody who's worth checking out um, and I think probably just his short career really uh, that's the only reason I can think of that he's not better known really um, anyway um, that's George Wallington my name's Nick Tomlin goodbye and for me Simon Whiteside goodbye